It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the podcast, the nature and countryside podcast from BBC Country Farm magazine. And welcome to the second part of our Christmas special episode. My name is Fergus Collins and I'm the host of the podcast. And just before Christmas, I was lucky enough to gather with my podcast team of Hannah Tribe and Jack Bateman, plus regular contributors Annabelle Ross and Kevin Parr in the podcast office to look back at some of the highlights of our podcast year. So this is part two of that lovely get-together, and in this episode we start looking ahead to some big ideas and hopes for the future. Plus, Kevin Parr introduces his nature party game. Beware. We are doing a nightingale walk with the singer Sam Lee. Oh, lovely, yeah. yeah. Well, this is all in the the ether at the moment, but Sam has invited us down. He's a fabulous folk singer, Mm. and he does these nightingale evenings where mm. they're singing and music along the sound of wild nightingales singing somewhere down in the southeast. Uh, so that. So when you say we, um, me. <laughs> <laughs> I have asked you in the past, but you you haven't yet agreed. But there may be a reason why, and I don't want to put you on the spot. And you can always cut this out. Put me on the spot in front of sixty thousand um, listeners. <laughs> I wanted to do one on. I would like to do one on lichen. Mm. Lichen. Lichen and moss. It's, it's, well, in their, when they're doing their spring chorus. <laughs> <laughs> I do, well, there'll be lots of noise. Of course, there'll be lots of yeah. um, birdsong, but I just think it's so fascinating and it's so beautiful and it's so mysterious. Yeah, well, I liken that side oh, of oh, it. No, it's still, it's still a no, isn't if it? If we can do one on fungi, we can do one on lichen. Thank yeah. you, Hannah. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm up for lichen. I can find a way of making it noisy. The lichen. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's. 
there's those tardigrades that live in the moss. Mm. We could sort of create a tardigrade shuffling around in the moss, or thousands of tardigrades shuffling around, shuffling around in the moss. <laughs> exactly. Incredible. Exactly. Yes, I hear it. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. I feel like I can't say no. <laughs> so it's to been that. said yeah. on air. Yeah, you have to do it. Hannah has decided. Hannah gets Put my the foot final down. say over these things. Kev, we're going to go fishing. We are going to go fishing. Are I'm you? Gonna, yeah. I'm going to. We're hopefully going to meet on the Somerset levels again. I think would be a good. There's so much fishing and it's really untapped. So much. You know, there's not a lot of anglers. That so venture could catch there. something quite uh, that hasn't yeah seen hope, a hook in its life yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely and hopefully perch perch are nice fish to catch well and why are they nice fish to catch um i think because they're they're starting to look at their um they don't grow particularly big but they have lovely dark stripes um five or six stripes um which is sort of really deep olive green Mm. And then you've got the background colour and a lovely buttery tummy and these sort of spiked dorsal fins and uh, and the, the lower fins are all edged in red. They're really... Gosh, so it's beautiful. a beautiful fish. They're very actually, beautiful, yeah. yeah. Does it put up a fight? like a, they, do, they fight well as long as you use balanced tackle. Okay. So 88, number 88 was your perch fishing That's podcast. Yeah, of course you did, yes. It's actually the most popular podcast we've ever done. Kev by a lake catching perch. I mean, there's a lot more to it, but it's a very charming, <laughs> charming. There's an eagle owl in it. That's there's an eagle oh, owl. Oh, congratulations! I think that's really great. Thank you. Yeah, that's brilliant. Really, yeah, it's lovely. It's really yeah. nice. Annabelle, you were wanting to. I was just going to say, I, I, I think after the lichen comment of the quietness of lichen, I think fishing is hardly mm. fish don't make mm. much noise, do they? I know there's splashiness, but Jack's going to create some noise for Bang my to lichen. Yeah, at least just fish move. I'll shut up about the lichen. I think uh, Hannah, Jack, and I are all We're together on the lichen. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get, do you ever get listeners asking for? Yeah, uh, it's coming. Us coming. to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, definitely, we'd like listeners to suggest if you've got some something really magical. Or to come and see them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can come, come go for a walk. And in fact, Lucy, Lucy Lichen, um, <laughs> is her Twitter handle. She was a listener who has recorded two podcasts for us. She did a dawn chorus and a dusk chorus, uh, she, and she's an artist, so she is a les- listener turned podcaster. And I think she's starting up her own podcast, which we don't encourage at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, but no, good luck with that, Lucy. And uh, you're always welcome to come and record. Just taking time. And I but thinking of looking at things because in the train, and I've got, I'm gonna, I've got a game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Christmas party game. It's yeah. and and it, it's it's stolen from House of Games. Um, but it, it's going to involve everyone standing up, apart from me. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then the basically, on the, I got on the train, and on the train between Dorset and here, I wrote down every bird species I saw from the train. And I saw 30 different bird species, some surprising ones that didn't appear. But we're gonna, everyone's going to stand up, and in starting. Fergus, you're going to name, try and guess one of the birds that I saw from the train. Oh, right, okay. And the last person standing <laughs> wins wins okay. prize. Do we have to? Well, I'm going to go really easy start. If if you didn't see a wood pigeon, I'd be really disappointed. Wood pigeon's good. Okay, so we can stay in. A starling. Starling's good. You've got to see the seagull. Well, Ooh. I need to be. I need to be a bit more specific. 
black-headed girl. Black-headed girl's good. Buzzard. Buzzard, yeah. American, yeah, good. Um, we had Karen Crow. No, but we, yeah, Karen Crow's there. A Robin? No. Oh. And I, I was, I was really surprised. Oh. I, looked, I looked hard for Robin and I was really surprised I didn't see one. <laughs> Hannah's just sat down. Is that the end for you? That's me done. So you're out with your no presents for me. Oh, do you, do you get, are you out if you get the wrong? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Last person standing wins. Oh, my goodness. Jack. My hat came off and everything. That's so sad I am. Jackdaw. <laughs> Jackdaw. Jackdaw, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling the pressure. Um, kite. No. Kite. No, what? sadly not. I know. I Do know. You get one sort of one. What do you call it? Chance. A life. In okay, you can have one life. Yeah, I think. Okay, you get a life. So yeah, Hannah's back in the yes! game. Yes, back in the game. Magpie. Magpie. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. A blackbird. Yep. Yes. A crow. We had carrot. We had carrot. You can have another guess. Rook. Oh, well, I was going to just go pigeon. Well, we've had, although we've had feral pigeon, pigeon. Just, yeah, your bog standard pigeon. A feral pigeon, are you say? Yeah. Feral pigeon was on the list. Yeah. Oh, Lesser black-backed gulls. Now there wasn't, but oh. there could have been. That was one of the maybe ones. So you can get another guess because I couldn't definitely. If there were distant gulls, and I couldn't be certain. I named three gull species, and I didn't put less black-backed gull, but there could have been. So I you can't can believe you said two specific birds and got them both right. I've been very vague with my limited knowledge. <laughs> I love this like gaming stance you two have. Yeah, we, yeah. I don't have to bend down very far, but um, I'm now trying to talk whilst I think of something because I can't think of anything. Can you just give me a slight yeah. you know, Well, there hint could be another gull species, perhaps. It's about the only gull I know, the lesser black bat gull. Um, um, kestrel? No, kestrels. Okay, I'm definitely out, but I'll make myself useful by... Handing food round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Okay. I'm in game mode. Thrush is in description. Must be in it. Well, which sort of thrush? Oh, just red wings. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm not going to go with red wing there. I'm going to go with. Oh, I'm going to go with rook. Rook's good. Yeah. Oh my god. We've got the whole recorded. Yeah. Crunch, um, crunch, crunch. A dunnock. Like, no. And again, I thought Dunnock would be a shoo-in, yeah. especially at stations, but no Dunnocks, no Robins, and I looked out hard for them, and Wrens, I thought that would be it. Yeah. But none. I was going to say, Kevin, did you see some sort of finch? I did see some sort of finch, yes. <sighs> Is it a goldfinch? Goldfinch. Oh. Oh. A chaffinch. A chaffinch, I saw. Chaffinch. Folks are showing off now. No, no, I'm, I'm like taking other people's goes. <laughs> are you Probably. out? You Probably. get a life. No, you've got one more life. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm. I don't have any more birds. <laughs> Chaffinch. Chaffinch was there, uh, yeah. Fergus is a gamer, oh. isn't he? Oh, you took my yeah. wrong out. Oh. How many, how many? There's still quite a lot to get. There's, um, there's some that are less obvious. There's one very obvious one that, um, that came number one in the, in the garden birds, RSPB garden birds. Blue tip? Well, I did see, yeah, blue tip was there. Oh, yeah. House sparrow, then. House sparrow, yeah. God. Oh. Bat it back. Um, can we all just jump in now, please, Kevin? Please. Yeah, uh, you can all team up with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
It's Fergus it's out. Fergus, it's no, be it's Fergus against everyone else. Fergus, Fergus against the team. Yeah. Yes, the team. Okay. Okay, so us. Uh, okay. Yay, the people. Can we confer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then everyone gets surprised. I can't quite remember what's been said. Are we talking about big birds or little birds now? On the ne- uh, two more, two more guesses each, and then because it's getting it could get a bit obscure. Um, think of. Um, um, what, what did you say? Heron's good. Heron? Did you What about thrush? Um, Depends on the species. Yeah. Um, but we didn't see it. was Fergus's go. I would go red wing. Red yeah. wing's good. Red wing. Mm. I saw a red wing today. That was really nice. There were lots. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Eating all the berries yeah. on the yew tree. Oh, in your street. You never know. Shall I? They have arrived. I'll, I'll go for it. Let's go for it. Go for it. No, I guess. Woodpecker. Which saw? <gasps> The green one. <laughs> the great spotted. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> right. This, it's all on this. If you get one now, you win, Fergus. If you don't, then you lose and everyone else wins. I'm going to go obscure. Go on, then. Lapwing. No. Oh, didn't lapwing. Oh, I didn't get that. But you got a life. So Fergus gets a life. No, that, that was because, you know, yeah, that, that was a sudden Kev's, new Kev's rule rules. change. Kev wins. Um. Yeah. Kev wins and everyone what else loses. What else did you see? Um, the other birds I saw were um, uh, cormorant, lots of cormorants oh. along the river because I came up from uh, through Bradford and Avon. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was too obvious. We should have asked for the journey. Really, um, we, for the coot, route. mallard, oh, moorhen, yeah. collared dove, oh, yeah. herring gull, ligret, pied wagtail, pheasant. No one thought oh, of pheasant. pheasant. Stock dove, common gull. I saw a stock dove. Yeah. Rare bird. Um, field fair. Raven, and I heard a gold crest as I was getting on the train. There was one singing. So I, but I, I consider hearing seeing. That's amazing. So not bad, but yeah, no robins or dunnocks yeah. or wrens. But anyway, everyone everyone gets the prize, and I did. And oh my goodness! You each get a it's Christmas present. <gasps> oh wow! Oh, actual everyone prizes. Gets a prize. A lucky feather, and if you get Fergus has already got one of them from me, so if you okay, get, okay, okay. and we have to guess, one. we have to guess the name we of the feather. Oh no! Oh, I've got no chance <laughs> of this game. That's a kestrel. It's not. Annabelle's got a kestrel. I get to keep a kestrel feather. Yeah. But Kevin, thank you so much. That's okay. That's incredible. They're beautiful. Thank you for my sea eagle. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. <laughs> it's the one non-raptor, but it's a heron, which that is, is quite so nice. That is so beautiful. Yeah, what wonderful. a lovely present. And Jack's got a tawny out. Oh, oh I was going to say this looks like a Did bit of a. Did you just say ooh? Ooh. <laughs> and Hannah's got the buzzard. Yes, the biggest. <laughs> it's I think, beautiful. I think the heron's possibly bigger, but the heron's a bit tatty. And it's lost its sort of blue. It's. I can see the blue. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it's on the other side. Weirdly, of I've been told I've resembled an owl. Kevin, that before. is such a. It, I, I don't ha- think you're I've got to say it. I've got to say because. There's been some ridiculous kind of announcements on the news, although they think they've stopped now saying, ooh, you might not be able to buy as many Christmas presents as you'd like to this year because of all the lorry drivers or something. I think actually a feather. Can we just... What a treasure. Yeah. What it really, can we just talk about, you know, that actually just something from the woods or something from the field or something from... 
we don't have to well I, I could add to that uh, we're actually working on our February issue now I know we're in December and celebrating Christmas but in the world of magazines we're doing February and we always do some sort of Valentine's Day tie in romantic landscapes and presents for natural presents but Ellie Harrison country file presenter mm. her column is about you know, people go bonkers on booking restaurants and chocolates mm. and flowers but actually the most beautiful thing you can do for someone the most loving thing is actually take them for a fantastic walk mm. and just spend some time together walking through that's a really nice sentiment. which yeah. is a lovely I mean she said or just take them to Kevin's sofa to? <laughs> yes <laughs> and if Kevin's there even more romantic <laughs> exactly um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's uh, Ellie said. It's just too schmaltzy. But actually, at the moment, no, that's really nice. No, it's really not too nothing schmaltzy. Nothing is too schmaltzy. And, uh, it's not too schmaltzy. And uh, it was a nice antidote to all the other stuff we've got in the magazine. That's yeah. so yeah. lovely. How yeah, lovely! So it would be nice to go for a walk with Ellie. Yeah, that would yeah, be pretty yeah, amazing. That I'm sure there are plenty of men who wouldn't mind that as a Valentine <laughs> present. <laughs> I could have extended yeah, so that, to the magazine that sitting on my sofa offer, of course. Yeah, yeah, we probably could do a That's Kev's nature safari. <laughs> Kev's sofa. So, we have so safari. Safari. That. safari. <laughs> if it's a pun, we have to do it. Yeah. Kevin's safari. I mean, I think there's a lot of legs in that. Mm. Yeah. Only four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is getting really oh, no. ridiculous. That, that was the cracker joke. <laughs> yeah, really ridiculous. Do we get punished if we make a really bad joke? Punished. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, you had no, no, a few people stuck up for you with your jokes, and I think now you've pushed it too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think puns are okay. Terrible jokes are not okay. Uh, are they not? I thought, I like thought the horse joke. The horse joke was oh, brilliant. Dear. Yeah, it was an excellent joke. I also <laughs> Did got, you hear I, that? I'm, I'm going to repeat the dung I beetle joke, which I also got in my crack. Oh, I love dung beetles. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. So, um, a dung beetle goes into a bar, says to the bar, is this stool taken? <laughs> That's fantastic. I love that joke. I want to remember it forever. So, uh, anyway, I think so that's, that's, that's the best. But it's also quite remember. nice to hear a fresh um, bar joke. It's a creature walks yeah, into a bar. Yeah, not the horse with the long face. Yeah. Yeah. No, the horse joke was more involved. And longer. The horse joke was quite good, though. I thought it was... But it was the delivery yeah. that, that just made it. And then the stony silence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I think that's right. Jack and they're just we looking did. at each other like... It's too late now, I mean, we can't. The best bit was we didn't edit any silence in. That, that <laughs> no, was literally. That, that was that raw audio. There was no. But I thought it was a good joke. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, you are rehired. Where would you like to go next year? <laughs> well, you were talking about eagles. I mean, I want to go to Mull to you know, look Mull. at eagles. Mull, I dream of Mull. Yeah. I do. It's ten years to the day since I was last on Mull. And I last saw an eagle. Oh, well, I had, do you know what? I've never seen an eagle in Britain. Oh. And I'm, you know, 50. I've just turned 50, and I haven't seen an eagle in Britain. Mm-hmm. Lots on the continent, tons of eagles, but they didn't seem to count quite as much as seeing a golden eagle in Scotland. Golden eagles are the best. That's pretty rare to see, to see an eagle in Britain. I don't. Think I've been up to Scotland many times to see them. And uh, Mull is uh, the place. And Mull. Or okay. the West Niles, Harris. But it's good. Okay. But Mull. We went. I, I haven't seen a curlew. Yeah. <gasps> well, yes, I know you did. A, you did a recording. I went to look at David Gray, Mary yeah. Colwell. You had all the stars. Oh, yeah, and no curly. But no I think wasn't there one on? Didn't you record one? Oh, it was very windswept. I remember listening to that. It was. Yeah, it was very windy. Yeah, Dan. Have um, you never seen a curly? Then? No, I've never seen a curly. Well, you have to come 
So there's two pairs clinging on on the edge of Abergavenny. Is there? Two wow. pairs. They're, they're still there, and because they're long-lived, they yeah. keep yeah, coming back. Yeah, 30 years they, plus. Oh, and they oh, keep really? coming back and keep trying. So they may not have raised young for 10, 15 years, but those, those two pairs will, mm. will probably keep going until eventually Is either they die or... And that gives a sort of distorted sense of how many there actually are because mm. they're... They're appearing, but there's no offspring. So when they go, mm. there's there's actually mm. no more to come. And yeah, they're not they're not uh, not co- they're not managing to breed, are they? You were talking about books earlier. Um, oh well, let's, so have a good, let's have a book chat. Yeah. Yeah, because you said to me the other day that you were reading, and I'm quite embarrassed to say I haven't read it yet. Although I have a very lovely signed copy of On Gallows Down. Ah yes, well we did a podcast. With Nicola, Nicola Chester. Chester. Well, you did the podcast. With me, I did the podcast. I completely adored her, and she completely yeah. adored me. And we just wanted to walk all day, on and on and on. And it was another lovely, warm day. But it, she is such good company, Nicola, and she's so soft, mm. and just one of these lovely people who understands the countryside so well, and but oh. in a kind of gentle, modest way. And I saw her recently, and I, I I had the book, and I asked her to to sign it, and she sweetly put a note about our podcast our walk how lovely which was really sweet but I've been struggling to read books actually I've become rather addicted to to watching rubbish on my laptop so I need to get back into book reading I think sort of lockdown has been a weird time I I think a lot a lot of people have said to me and I've struggled with reading Mm. um, a little bit I forced myself to get back into it Mm. did read on gallows down it's my book of the year definitely really yeah it's fantastic it's she comes from a really different perspective. It feels like a sort of breakthrough for in nature writing, that it's someone who um, has had a life of protest, actually physically throwing herself in front of diggers and climbing trees. But also, she's not a, you know, that we got this idea of swampy and these sort of, you know, sort of hippies climbing trees and no. digging tunnels. She's not no. like that. She's actually lives on a big estate and did live on the big estate that's the uh, that, that Downton Abbey is based on well, as kind of part of the kind of feudal system there. But lives in a tiny cottage tiny on the estate rather very than humble just background. to know that Nicola yeah. Chester doesn't live on oh, an no, estate. No, 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 that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she would, she would be so embarrassed if she thought that yeah, we were thinking yeah, that's, she that's lives that's in Downton Abbey <laughs> and she just had a moment, she thought, I'll write no. a book. <laughs> quite right. She's she's sort of pu- pu- part of the uh, sort of part of the, part of the tapestry. Fe- of, she yeah. calls it feudal, where there is the lord, the landowner, or the lady, uh, and then there are tiers mm. of you know the keepers and the underkeepers mm. and the the farmers, tenant farmers, and the labourers and yeah. So quite humble, actually. What very. The, the, the very oh, she's very humble. Book, really. Yeah, I, it's just, and there are, I, there are lots. I have read quite a few books this year, and there are lots. Of, I mean, Merlin Sheldrake's, um, what's it called? Entangled Life. Entangled Life, yeah. That's on your list, isn't it, Kevin? It's on my list, yeah. It's fantastic. It's I will. Just astonishing, but that is scientific in many It's not deeply, it's lots of stories of him being out in Panamanian rainforest, just a bit you like You did a nice life. article on that in the magazine, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. we did an interview with him. And, yeah. uh, What's he like? I he looks quite I eccentric. Yeah, I think I think from the book he's a proper old-fashioned sounding kind of adventurer mm. who just has this... He's eccentric because he's devoted his entire life and energy to studying 
the most bizarre mm. life forms, which are which are even now hard to classify. And mm. he's found out so much about them. And they're kind of they shape our lives. They shape our physical landscape around us. Mm. They shape. They can eat anything. I mean, all the kind of toxic waste mm. we produce can actually be eaten by fungi. Even the most sort of dreadful things can be devoured by some organism, some mold or slime. Amazing. Fungi my, or my fungi? My fungi. Fungi? Just because of the joke. Oh, I don't know. Say what comes... Fungi. 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 <laughs> no, not really. Don't start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I'm fungi. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm fungi. fungi. I think you're fungi. fungi. I don't I know. It depends on my mood. Between. Yeah. Bath, bath. Entangled Life, that would definitely be my dad's book of the year. He's read it three times. Oh, three three times? Yeah. yeah, I suppose you probably would, in a way, to get really get to grips with it, you probably would read it several times, wouldn't you? He's... Wow. And he's, yeah, he bought me the copy, so... And what would your book of the year be, Kev? Mm, that's difficult, because I've hardly read anything, um, mainly because I'm writing and I don't like... So I'm reading things at the moment to reference... Um, so I'm not really reading for fun and then also I get I get a terrible sort of fear of um, plagiarising inadvertently so I tend not to read other people Mm. um, if I'm writing as well are you able to say what you're writing about? yeah um, yeah, I'm writing um, it's it's called The Quiet Moon and it's that's with Flint Books who are part of History Press and that's um, it's basically going to be a nature book, but um, with a mental health element, which is something that I've dealt with for much of my life, and but also sort of a different aspect, which um, where in the last couple of years I've sort of I've explored a lot more locally, and I've got to know I've looked at the sort of anthropology to a degree because we've got hill falls quite close to us and it's I've become more interested in the Celts who once lived there so I'm sort of looking at the natural history but also the the Celtic history and how they might have sort of uh, met one another mm. um, so I'm doing a lot of reading on that which is and it's a massive um, how fascinating have you read Amy Jeff's Storyland yet then? no which is all about the kind of Celtic myths is it a br- brilliant really interesting might be useful I mean, that, that <laughs> yeah, excellent. Uh, she was a guest in a recent podcast, and telling a very recent. That was yeah. really recent. Again, on some set levels, you must go somewhere. Else. Yes. Um, just telling me about, and that's a brilliant book actually. But what it's just a series. What number was it? One two eight. One two eight. And she has rewritten. Basically, she, there's this histories of the kings of Britain by. Kings of England by Geoffrey of Monmouth. So she's delved into that and then lots and lots and lots of other myths and pieced together chronolo- chronological story of how giants came here first and then Brutus Ooh. of Troy. And I was just in awe of the number of old texts that she might have she had to wade through. Anyway, that's really interesting about just really nicely retold mm, myths. That does sound very um, good. And then as, mm. as you become get into the middle ages more and more real people start appearing in the myths and it become and more and real events and real places which is also a real joy of podcasts is going to some of those places and yeah like when we've been exploring holy wells or 
which is pools or strange hill forts. I mean, hill forts. I know they don't sound great <laughs> on audio, but they're the most amazing places. And you, if you, once you're there, I guess it just fills you full of the atmosphere. And hopefully, some of that comes through in the words that we speak. That completely. Oh, we live just beside Egerton Hill oh, Fort, okay, yeah. which is um, so Thomas Hardy, isn't it? He, is that, is that yeah, he called it um, Haggerton. Haggerton, okay. Haggerton Hill. But um, it's just the most amazing shape. It's like an anvil, mm. and it's cutting each side drops sort of four hundred feet, um, and it's the most perfect natural defence. But it's but it's so windswept, mm. and you c- not and great for recording. <laughs> no, not not ideal. Jack hates wind. That's the uh, <laughs> that's why he's avoided the twiglets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the one was terrible. That, the old serum I did with Christopher. Yes, that was an amazing place. Yeah, I mean, he did capture the sense of that place. I mean, that was a brilliant. Sort I definitely of felt it when I, when you're with him. You know, if you've got the right guide, you really mm. can feel it. I think just just I've got a friend actually who's loose in Salisbury, who's writing and basing it a bit on old serum. He's writing a book. Um, that's a fiction. It's it's going to be epic. It's been going on for years already, but he's looking with looking at hunter gatherers and going back to that sort of time. He he spends a lot of time walking around Australia and he walks in bare feet and he started just to mm. to really get in touch. He said to change in the way you feel the landscape when you just kick off your shoes. Wow. Well, so that feel is an important thing to convey. It's through, huge. Through the, That's the very cool. Books. Was there any books? Hannah or Jack that you have you done what's in the books? I haven't I haven't oh, read we did anything. Mail. We did this year. You haven't read anything this no. year? No, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. It makes me feel not so <laughs> bad. I'm so sorry. But I've really struggled to read and yeah. I love, 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 love reading. And I love and I think it's so important to read fiction as well. I know you're not able to at the moment because you're researching no, I agree, but, but I'm fiction t- yeah. takes you to another place and you it's so important to go there. I did I I miss it, but I can't one of the best jobs I ever had was in this country garage. Just going to quickly rip this over. Yeah. And it's like this rural petrol station in the middle of nowhere. And um, and when the traffic would go through in the morning and you'd get some customers, and then the traffic would come back through in the evening and get some customers, in the middle of the day you'd go an hour without anyone. So I just read, and it was just amazing. And I was sitting there getting paid to read and read and read, and it Absolute was just. Oh. So that was, but, that, but since then, yeah. Yeah, I can read if I'm on the train. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, since not doing train journeys, my reading's dropped off. But yeah. I'm doing half an hour a day in the middle of the day when I'm supposed to be, well, not when I'm supposed to be working. Working from home is a kind of weird time anyway. So, And, I, you know, I have to force myself to do it. I literally say, I've got to do 30 pages now. And sometimes I'm going, that page looks like there's a lot of big paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, but I'm getting there. Have we I'm, forgotten? I'm have we it. forgotten how to read? No, no, well, I'm back into it now. Sorry. No, I, I, I found that I don't want to do it because I've spent so much time sort of on my own and not kind of having new experiences. I'm sort of sick of the sound of my own voice in my head. Oh. I don't want to be reading to myself. I want to be doing practical things. And, like, I've been sewing and I've been, like, making things. And that, for me, feels like rest from mm. this constant... And also dialogue. the screen. There's reading yeah. all day on the screen, isn't yeah. there? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's I think part of it. Yeah, I think publishing, there's hard. a hell of a lot of reading. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a good read. Um, it's a little-known thing called a BC Countryfile magazine. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Available. Christmas edition out now. <laughs> <laughs> Has it just come out? 
Oh, it will be out Probably. by... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's out now. Well, it's, oh, it's out, out now. now. In fact, the January issue is coming out quite soon because that's why... That's what we like. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Well, thank you, Jack. Yeah, it's yeah. Do you read, do you read yeah. anything else, Jack, or just the magazine? Oh, it's all I read is the magazine. <laughs> yeah. So you don't read books, Jack? Is that... I do. I Like me and Hannah, just having a break. Yeah. yeah I'm kind of... For me, I, I really struggle with stuff that's... Uh, fiction sort of my, I think my thing I think because of the nature of my job where I'm doing a lot of stuff that's I cover like history topics you get countryside that I kind of what I can really read and actually enjoy because it's not linked to my job it's got narrower and narrower yeah. so I am sort of a bit I can find myself I'll start a book and then I'll just give up halfway because I'm like I just feel like I'm back in work listening to the same sort of topic which yeah. is quite hard Gosh, is it really hard from you as well on the podcast front is it hard to take it in yeah I, I, I've got to a point now where I will listen and I, I can't I, do, I don't listen to podcasts outside of the ones no. I edit because I can't listen without listening in a way I'm listening for <laughs> the actual recording or the quality or to oh, pick up of it that's the question not that, on a that Kevin asked me but it, you're, you really suffer from that yeah I think a lot of people work in just audio in general I know even if I go f- to watch a film I went and watched one the other, other day and there was just one bit where I was just like this is recorded really weirdly and suddenly you're out you're out of the film you're not listening to the film anymore you're listening yeah, to how sad. it's recorded you've gone through the veil it is quite hard to switch that off once it you've must got it. be yeah Maybe but you also get on. some moments don't you I mean I listen to podcasts and I was like how did they get that so clear yeah yeah and so beautifully recorded on a long distance over the computer recording yeah I think you you get so and I I get really excited and I I write them and say how did you do that yeah (laughs) do you you? that's really cool it's like going up to someone in the street and saying I really like your hat (laughs) (laughs) well that's going to happen later <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's also sort of the thing outside of podcasts. I find there's some things, some programs I can really get into, like a lot of the David Attenborough BBC big budget nature programs. I can get into them, and like even with those, I can watch it. And from my background and stuff I studied, I know most of the sound isn't real. It's been recreated. It's foley. It's been yeah. Well, that's placed back on. Thing. I mean, we, mm. that, that's. Yeah. yeah, but for those, I, know, I even though like with that, I know I'm watching it, and in my head, I know half of this isn't real. I know as times have gone on, a lot of the new series, there's more real than artificial now because the technology is advanced. But I can, I can sit back and enjoy them, and mm. I believe it, and I think it's done very well. Yeah, um, which I think that may be the problem now. If, if something's not done really well, mm. I can enjoy it because I don't notice it. As soon as it's something that just you hear someone tearing apart an orange. To, yeah, yeah. To, to make the sound of a lion eating a wildebeest. Yeah, it's stuff like that. When you, I think it's all, all, the, all the, um, oh, the foley sounds. Yeah, yeah the, when you know the tricks, you, you can't custard, not hear it. Custard powder is polar bears walking on snow. Yeah, oh. well, yeah cornflour in a tight, I think. Ah, cornflour in a tight, okay. Yeah, but what? cornflour in a tight is usually snow. Pair of tights. Tights. Birds are usually... <laughs> Oh, gloves. that's quite squeaky. Yeah, the cornflower yeah. is quite yeah. squeaky. So it's oh. footprints and snow. Yeah, yeah birds, birds flapping are usually gloves. Really? Wow. Yeah. And then you get some, like, when you go into sci-fi and stuff, I know uh, Star Wars guns are slinkies held what? up. If you hit a slinky. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. No, so, yeah. If you, if oh, you that ruined Star Wars? Suspend a slinky, hit one end, and you'll hear a pew. 
And not of burn. Course. Yeah. Yeah. So slinky sales are going to rock it. Oh, yeah, they're <laughs> not now. Yes, yes. That is magic. I don't yeah. even have stairs at home. It's got to be the old metal one, not the... Yeah, it's got to be the metal plastic one, plastic one, you're going to get... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same yeah. clink in these glasses. Because yeah. someone's ridiculous, you know, watching a, perhaps doc, a documentary about fishing or fish and the swirl... You can hear that's clearly been made by someone with a yeah, stick in a bucket yeah. or something. It's so bad. I well, hate the sounds underwater. Yeah, yeah. That really makes me. There's quite. I know quite recently with some of the. I think it's Blue Planet. Those documentaries on BBC where it's underwater. I know recently. Um, underwater microphones, uh, hydrophobic microphones, have advanced, so they, they were able to take some rigs down and record actual audio down there. Wow. And they've, by doing that, there was actually. I think it caused some research because. Uh, I think they went down with I think some clownfish, and uh, it's sort of one of the first times they've got equipment down there and realised the effects of sort of near shore drilling had on fish that actually it was causing a problem because because of the sound that travelled through the water, um, their alarm calls and stuff that fish and other underwater animals make weren't weren't they've been drowned out by this drilling sound and ended up killing off a load of animals and I think. Stuff like that, it's kind of cool that that's come from someone actually going down and recording that audio Definitely. that you found that found that out. Are there some sounds that you would like to record over the next year? Oh. Like, I remember we did a quest to find the source of the Thames. Mm. The yes. Which was still one of the great <laughs> adventures. And you really got excited about the sound of squelchy feet. Squ- there were some good squelches yeah, on that really trip. Yeah, good squelches, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because it was the only time I've ever been there when there was water all the way from the source it had been after some heavy flooding lots of rain and there was water all the way because mm. normally have you ever been to the source of the Thames? not the Thames no it's the most unremarkable place but because normally there's no water but there's a gro- there's a groove in the a groove in the landscape where it sort of should flow but this time it was there mm. loads of it yeah and some water parsnip, I remember. And you got oh. in it as well, didn't you? I got in, yeah. Did you yeah, use yeah. the socks on? Did you? Yes. And I did drink from the other source, the one in Cheltenham. The one in the pub? Sirencester. Sirencester, <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. The brown water. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was really good. That was fun. And that was 22. That was just before lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a long time ago. We did two. Yeah, I remember those. So we went to, yeah, we went to three potential different sources of the Thames the official one the rebel one where oh. they say this is actually the, the and then there's a third one which is actually the longest tributary oh, okay. dist- in terms of distance from the mouth of the Thames what tributary is it? I think it's sort of unnamed it's a little brook that runs so the one that s- starts at Thames Head is the Thames we have Thames, mm. Thames, the Thames then there's the churn which comes down from Sirencester the churn but there's a little one that comes off the churn which just goes and it starts on the really busy main road yes. which is really dangerous mm. yeah. just just in a garden on the other side and we couldn't quite get to it mm. and those lorries like those Cotswold roads are just crazy yeah so much traffic bombing by and uh, so it's really unromantic but made for a good story but the squelching. That's mm. sorry, I got off topic. Squelching was good. It'd be nice to get a collection of sounds, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, I think even a library. Have you got one building up? Yeah. I mean, since uni, I slowly build up. Um, I mean, with lockdown, it, you're kind of a bit more restricted. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think it's definitely 
there's some good sounds in some of these podcasts, and I think it'd be interesting if we can get the uh, Lycan podcast. Mm. You can get um, contact microphones that you stick to stuff, and then it, it picks up vibrations, and that may be a way that oh, we okay. may get some sounds that way Song through. Of Lycan. There'll be plenty of things living yeah. in Lycan, won't there? Yeah. So there will probably be some vibrations, but that, that will just get picked up. Oh, that'll oh. be magic. I would like to hear uh, Peregrine Falcon, please, mm-hmm. because. I've been away from the city for so long that I haven't heard them in two years. So to and just this is where you hear them. Yeah. In Bristol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over by Castle Park, there's a little. Yes, I. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're right. They nest on the way to the station. I'm just hearing that noise and looking up and them just being there. I miss that. So you don't get them down in the wild. Not really. No. Hannah lives in Gower. On Gower. Yeah, I've never. On yeah, Gower. How, Hannah lives on Gower. Not a bit like the um, Gower. <laughs> don't. A bit like Nicola Chester in her estate. Yeah. Hannah yeah. lives on Gower. It's huge yeah. Gower. Yeah. Well, Gower. I own it. Hannah lives. Yeah. Hannah. She has a huge um, Queen of Gower. Several <laughs> wings in your house. There is there is the the farm. There's not. Okay, the allotment. There's the allotment. Yes. It was nice of you to invite us down into the ground hall. Wow. Yeah, that's true. You're not allowed in the main house. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe have a wet and a wet team away day. Yes. In Gower. That'd be fun. And uh, do some do some sort of. Yeah. We go to the allotment, pick up a leak. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of like carrots being pulled. That'd be great. Hmm? Yeah, screaming. <laughs> um, and Yorkshire. I lo- I'd love to go to Yorkshire. The Dales. Something on the Dales. Okay, listeners in Yorkshire. Jack. Please, can you make sure this is in? <laughs> uh, listeners in Yorkshire, if you would like to invite me <laughs> to come that's, and interview that's you. That's Fergus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my name's Kevin. <laughs> um, about your... What would it be about? Your I think you could go and hear Curlews on the Dales. There's still loads of Curlews in the Dales. Look for Merlins. Merlins and mm. Curlews. Yeah. Okay, listeners on the Dales. I saw lots of Curlews when I was up there. That's what you, you're into. Yeah. Please invite we'll go me. Go and see anything. Yeah, listeners in the Caribbean. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm quite happy oh. with Yorkshire. Certainly, don't need any passports to go there. That's true. You should do a dawn chorus this year. Yeah. We all get up, or maybe stay up all night. <laughs> yeah. I would like yeah. to do a nighttime one. Okay. Yeah, at Should some we? stage. And bats. What about bats? We could do a bat because you could take oh. the bat recorder, couldn't yeah. you? In that. Yes. I was incredible to listen to. Were you? I was going to do one because in the summer that was probably my Ooh. my favourite moment. Yeah. No, well, it was my my favourite moment of this year was finding this little pipistrelle bat. Um, that, and it was. Oh, I think that, I saw you. Yeah, and I um, make it, did it? No, and and I and it was the most amazing thing. It, to, it was in my care for about twenty four hours, and I just couldn't believe what an incredible mm. animal it was. And I didn't wear gloves, which you're supposed to do. When mm. I knew I was very careful with the wings, but got to be careful of rabies. But it's just, it, like, crawl up. I've got a great photo of it hanging off my finger. I'll show you. But, um, I mean, but are they sort of... This thing's tiny. It's, about, it's like a the baby. Size of a but I took it to... It's about hard. We're on, we're, on, we're on audio. Oh, sorry, so yeah. This is, it's tiny. It's that <laughs> big. It's <laughs> that big. It's the size of this room. It's, it's, it's about the size of a walnut. Oh, wow. Um, wow. But, and I took it to... Um, a bat rescue. A walnut is a bat without wings. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's been Focus is still on the joke. And the lady said, she, who's looked hard, she took it in and um, 
she was amazing. I mean, to, knowledge was just incredible. And uh, she was talking about how they rehabilitate the bats and you know they've got this bat flying area and I thought this is this could make a brilliant podcast because I've got a bat detector and then go and listen to all the bats and then yeah. she said and then she sort of said anyway we need a name for your bat and I Fergus <laughs> so, did you really? yeah so this little bat was called Fergus that's and, so adorable well I'm sort of delighted but it died but it died a week <laughs> later Merry Christmas guys <laughs> yeah oh, that's Fergus really too that's, I think a, a bat podcast would be it would be yeah. good. Backcast. Back. I can still yeah. hear bats. You can. Yeah. Yeah. My ears are still sensitive enough to You're be. Able to. Really? Yeah. That's oh, amazing. Wow. You must be. You <laughs> must be <laughs> not in still here. Narrow. You must yeah. be not very, so very young, <laughs> Hannah. I'm not. Are very you young. very, very young? No, I'm a normal, normal age of 32 <laughs> or 31. 31. Yeah, but I've got sensitive ears. That's so nice. That We're is amazing. amazing. No, you're not. <laughs> but um, you know those um, those things that people put on shops to keep oh, the ears yeah. away. I can hear those as well. You're and joking. It's like, um, please I'm let in, me in I'm the in shop. Camp as well. Yeah. yeah is the podcast allowed to be anywhere outside of Britain? Yeah, if we can get there. Jack's really? going to the Caribbean. As long as it's got a really <laughs> country nice file. BBC country yeah. file. But to go and hear beautiful sounds of nature would be fine. You know, Save it for winter. Well, yeah. when could we do something yeah. that was about migratory birds and have yes. them talking about them in one place? And then because you just talked about well. the golden oriole, perfect yeah. or swallows. Yeah, swallows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and you could, could do both. You could do yeah. someone there and someone here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hannah. Because I was just thinking about the red wing as well. We're getting really you creative now. now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Brilliant. I know. I'm glad we've got such a big yeah. budget. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a great we've idea. We've already used up next year's budget. I think <laughs> I probably blew it all on the travel lodge. And on that note, it's time to say goodbye from the podcast for 2021. I'd love to thank the team, our regular contributors and guests for all their help this year with all the challenges of COVID. And most importantly... I'd like to thank you, the listeners, for your encouragement and support. We've trebled our audience in 2021, and that's extremely exciting and encouraging for us. We return on the 18th of January with a new season of podcasts called Voices of the Countryside, where we'll be hearing the wild sounds of nature and the wise words of country people from across Britain. In the meantime, do get in touch with me, Fergus Collins. My email address is editor at countryfile.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, and the best letters we'll read out during our next recording. For now, though, thank you for tuning in. Have a fabulous Christmas and a very, very happy New Year.